Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Monday Meditations. My name is Tom Kingwell, here for Dad Strong. Really stoked to be with you here again. Six or eight in the morning. Just went for a nice run, working on the, the body, getting it strong first thing in the morning, getting my morning routines going, as I've been speaking about before. And now it's time to record Monday Meditations podcast, which is kind of my journal on a Monday, sharing a few thoughts that I've had with you. Now, we've been talking about rituals, habits, and we've moved on to the role that habitual thoughts play in, play in us either succeeding, um, and being effective as fathers, or kind of self-sabotaging ourselves. And if we just look at a little bit of a, a little bit of a recap on the first steps that we took last week, which is just the first six steps uh, that I found that have worked with me that start getting my mind in order, my life in order, so that I can really focus on the mind, you know, as I've said before, if you can't get your physical, you know, reality in order or organize things in your life, um, times you get up, times you go to sleep, making sure you get sleep, what you eat, um, uh, making sure you're on time for things and that you give time for journaling, so forth. It's hard to step up in the area of the mind. But as we said, number one, order your physical world, which is morning and evening routines. Number two, make sure you're getting um, enough sleep and that you're taking care of your body. Number three, cut out those bad habits we talked about. So controlling the unnecessary or corralling the unnecessary, too much TV, as we say, eating the wrong kind of things. Um, all these bad physical habits that we have and that waste our time. Number four, observe your relationship your your sorry not your relation observe your reactions you know the times that you um are experiencing these negative reactions to whatever the circumstances are and as we know as stoics it's good to focus on what we can control which is our thoughts opinions and our own ideas about what is happening to us so start to notice that and observe that and then number five stop being self-aware when these moments arise and own your response you know start practicing responsibility so taking ownership of your responses as they come and that's what we're going to move on to today is these responses or these habitual these habitual thoughts and um i think it's very interesting you know we wouldn't we wouldn't want to um you know sip poison just because it's sweet at first and just keep taking it even though it's eating our insides we wouldn't allow a bird to nest in our head and just stay there we wouldn't allow a spider also to find its way inside our body and um, start eating us from inside i know that sounds disgusting but it's exactly what we what we actually do with these thoughts you know poisoning ourselves and um ruining our peace of mind and then not being able to step up in in various areas of our lives and I was speaking with my wife last night just about how these interplay with each other and how our responses at work then set us on a certain trajectory for the day or response in the morning if if something doesn't go away or in traffic and how we need to aware, be aware of this interplay and I started to realize that the more I take control of all of these areas of my life I start noticing that it's the thoughts that I take control of that I take captivity of these thoughts and um, and then it starts having this interplay that everything starts to improve in every area. So you don't want to neglect one area of your life in um, favor of another necessarily, although you will put focus on certain things more. You want to make sure that you are working on all those areas. And the way you do that is working on your mind and your responses. And so the title of this one is, uh, uh, should you give it a second thought? You know, our mind is often <laughs> doesn't seem to be in our control initially when these thoughts and, and emotions come um, arise but then it's our choice whether we're going to allow these things a second thought and I just thought about that on, on my weekend thinking like wow how many things come up and then I just start ruminating on them and, and I get into this loop of thinking so what we want to do is we want to catch these thoughts as they come in these habits so what I've got I've got seven here that I've come up with these seven patterns of habitual thoughts that we need to get rid of and the moment they arise um, and I've been practicing this having uh, different kinds of success with various ones of these 
But the more I catch these thoughts as they come and recognize them immediately as those negative things, as the poison that's uh, ruining my mind, ruining my my body in effect, you know, at the end of the day, our body is also affected by the amount of stress and anxiety and anger that we experience. And in, in effect, we, we're killing ourselves and we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't go to the doctor and allow that to happen. Um, if a doctor would harm us, we'd go to court and, and sue him, whereas we do it to ourselves all the time, you know, as the doctor's saying goes, you know, first do no harm. And we constantly do ourselves harm. So what we want to do is we want to stop that harm. And so here are these seven things that I've come up with. And I'm just going to run through them quickly. And I want you to meditate on this afterwards. You know, it's all good and well to listen to a podcast and then go off on our day. But I think it's very important that on these Mondays to kick off our week with this wisdom and just to ruminate and meditate on these lessons and ruminate on these things straight away afterwards. So as I've said, I'm going to try to keep this short. But I've got these seven things. So number one is, you know, stop stop thinking and talking about the past and the future so much now that doesn't mean that you obviously can't think of good memories and that you can't look forward to things but the more we look forward to things the less we are present and basically the more we worry about things but we ruin the present moment and life is about the now you know life is about where you're at right now so always living in the past and worrying and regretting about what we did guys we fail we human get over it move on to the next thing use the past as a a stepping stone to being present and being better in the present but then we also tend to use the future whether it be good or even bad um as the focus and use the present moment as a stepping stone to that so either the stepping stone of worrying about it and trying to solve these problems of the next day or we are looking forward to the next thing you know finding ourselves sitting with our kids and and thinking about the next meeting that we have to be in thinking about the next um or even thinking about when the kids are asleep and i know it's tough and it's it's normal to feel tired and, and look forward to when they sleep but at the same time don't let's waste those moments with our children and of our lives thinking about the future and as seneca says it's ruinous for the soul to be anxious about the future and miserable in advance of misery engulfed by anxiety that the things it desires might remain its own until the very end for such a soul will never be at rest by longing for things to come it will lose the ability to enjoy the present things so let's stay present and let's not look to the future and the past so much so that when we start thinking about that and sitting there and ruminating about that when we're actually with our families or meant to enjoy something or walking in nature that if it does have a purpose sure solve problems like that but if it's got no purpose and it's just making you anxious and um, worried and having no positive effect and robbing you of the present don't do it number two now this is goes the same for this one if it's to solve problems and really find solutions and clearly we have to do this but let's stop asking why in our own minds or why in this rhetorical sense so why did she say that why is he like that why can't they just you know, when how many times are kids, oh, why are you guys being so loud? Or why can't you guys just keep quiet? Or why can't you tidy up your room? Or, you know, the moment we're asking that why question, we're not accepting. We're not accepting life as it is. We're not doing the amor fati and saying, well, this is what life gave me. I choose this. The whole time we basically are, you know, chasing away life. We're letting our moments be stolen, just like the first one, in that we are not just living our lives and going, you know, life is going to be tough sometimes, guys. Life is a challenge. And when you start accepting those challenges, practice to get better. And to rise above instead of going oh why this why that and you know when we have a talk with our wife the next thing we're like why did she say that or why did you do that the next thing the whole thing blows up so let's catch ourselves me asking why and questioning how our life is instead rather accept life face the challenge head on and solve problems number three self-defense and ex explaining 
You know, when someone insults us or slights us or someone doesn't give us the kudos or the due that we think, how often does our mind want to jump to defense? I mean, this is one that I've done for years and years. And, and all it does is create more anxiety, more stress, and more things to end up explaining. And, you know, I've thought, you know, don't explain ourselves all the time. Why do we have to explain everything that we do? Just do it. If someone says something negative to us, take it on, let's let's reflect on it and say, hey, how can I make this better? But the moment we want to jump to our defense immediately, we've got to watch the little voice inside us, catch that thought, capture it and go, no, I'm going to remain silent first of all. And if I have something that's going to benefit the situation, I'm going to answer. But unless it benefits the situation, what is the point of defending everything that we do? And I find when I'm talking to my wife and I jump to these kind of defenses, it never really has a positive effect instead of going, well, how can we improve the situation, you know? So stop letting your thoughts jump to your defense when you perceive criticism. Number four, complaining. My word, hey, isn't this the worst one? One of the worst ones is that we just, we're so quick to complain about things. And um, as the Stoics say all the time is that it never brings any positive. I mean, what positive does a, um, a complaint give? Does it change the situation? Does it soothe our pain? Or actually, is it in fact, is it actually in fact, making life worse and making us more focused on the problem instead of just accepting once again. And as Marcus Aurelius says, don't allow yourself to be heard any longer griping about public life, not even with your own ears. And I love that not even with your own ears, because yes, we can say things to other people, but how many times are we actually complaining to ourselves? I catch myself all the time, like just even thinking it. And what we want to do is we want to shortcut that. We want to move from, first of all, not saying it. So stop saying those things when they come out. Then obviously we say them, we confirm that that's our feeling. We double, obviously, the effect that has on us. So once that thing arises in us, stop saying it to yourself. You know, of course it's going to come up. Of course it's going to be annoying. Of course there's going to be times that the, the house is untidy, that things haven't gone away, that, we've, that we're running out of money or that, you know, um, we hurt ourselves or one of our kids gets hurt or, you know, the myriads of things that we could complain about. And I mean, how attractive and how manly is someone that is complaining? I mean, I've done a fair share of this in my life and it's almost shameful, but I'm not going to dwell on it. <laughs> I'm going to get over it because I fail and we all fail. But let's not fail over and over again. Let's, let's if we do fail in our thoughts and our our resilience, let's just get up again and, and decide not to complain anymore. So let's not complain even to our own ears. Number five, comparisons. Thinking you need to be like this or that. Guys, Instagram, Facebook, and you know the, the, the media, it's just so easy to compare ourselves to other people and think that they've got what's going on. I remember so many times comparing myself to other couples when I was younger. And um, in the end, found out these couples ended up divorced. One was cheating on the other. Like, it's just an example of it. And we don't know what's going on with someone else and what someone else has is maybe not for you it's not i've made a mistake of trying to trying to um achieve what other people achieve and thinking i need to behave and do things do this do that because someone else is doing it no you need to find your own success you need to find your own route and the moment those comparisons arise in your in your mind and sometimes they're subconscious they just arise inside us and we think oh, i have to do that i have to do this can they be inspiring? Is a comparison sometimes good because you can go, well, I want that value. I want that characteristic. I want that wisdom. Yes, that's awesome. But don't do things because other guys are doing it. And don't let your mind and your life be disturbed and you go on these, you know, down these rabbit holes because you think you need to do what the next guy is doing. Know thyself. And then number six, wishing things were easier. Um, at the end of the day... <laughs> We have to realize that life is as it is. And as you can see, a lot of these things are just accepting what is and, and moving on. And as Epictetus says, he says, don't seek for everything to happen as you wish it would, but rather wish that everything happens as it actually will. Then your life will flow well. And how many times do we find ourselves, oh, oh I wish this and this, or oh, if only this and this. And the moment we're saying, I wish, 
And if only we're once again not living in the present, we're robbing ourselves of our lives that we have. I look at my life, it's, it's a wonderful thing. The moment I've started to accept this is my life and actually realize how fortunate I am and stop wanting those other things that other people have, and this goes with comparing as well, is that the more satisfied I am and the more happy I am and the more I'm able to enjoy this life and improve myself and work on myself and stop wishing because wishing brings nothing and saying if only brings nothing. If you want something, go out and get it. If you want to achieve something, do the work. You know, As I've said in my last podcast, light yourself on fire and, and just go for it. But don't let it disturb your your uh, tranquility. And as I said, we're thinking about, we, we're focusing on not letting these thoughts take root. Is it worth a second thought? Oh, I wish this, if only this or... It's not worth it, guys. Let's not let that get Ruth. Not worth a second thought. And then number seven, very important one that we probably do often without even realizing whether it be in our own minds. And I want to reiterate that, guys. This starts with not saying it out loud. And then what it starts is the work starts inside of actually not even thinking these things anymore. And if they do, not giving it a second thought. And that is gossip, guys. Um, not just to say it, but also stop thinking about other people like this. I've started to do this. It's wonderful. You know, the moment a negative thought arrives about someone else, what do I do? I turn it inward and not in a way that I'm berating myself, but I turn it inward on myself and I say, Tom, how can you improve? What's your situation? What's your role in the situation? You don't know this person. How can you judge them? And as Marcus Aurelius says in meditations, everything turns on your assumptions about it and that's on you. You can pluck out the hasty judgment at will, and like steering a ship around the point, you will find calm seas, fair weather, and a safe point. So you can pluck out hasty judgment at will, and I think judging other people, guys, brings nothing. You know, brings absolutely nothing. If you want to help a friend, if you want to help a family member, we've got to do it without judgment, otherwise no one will accept it. But the point is that we need to stop gossiping and saying things first of all about other people and talking about other people in a negative sense first of all and then second of all stop thinking these things because as Marcus Aurelius says we want to have calm seas we want to be tranquil and interestingly enough we think we're doing someone else harm and we really got that little burn in our chest and we want to share it with someone else and badmouth someone else it only disturbs ourselves in the end so let's work on these things guys let's make sure we take these seven things under control let's get them Let's get them out of our, our vocabulary, first of all, and then let's get them out of our minds. And then, like I said, let's get them out of our hearts. And as, as we've been saying, you know, strong body, strong mind, and then strong heart and strong character. And that's what we want as dads, so we can be effective, that we can be an example and a light to our kids, so we can lead and really love people properly in our lives. And, and then leave that legacy that I've been talking about on the podcast with, you know, actually the last three guests. Um, but um, yeah, let's make sure we do those seven things. So number one, stop thinking about the past and the future so much or talking about it so much. Stick to the present and enjoy it. Number two, stop asking why all the time. And as I said, not when you're solving problems, it's fine. You know, asking why is it like this? How can I change? Fine. But these rhetorical questions, why in our mind, you know, why is it got to be like this? Number three, jumping, letting our mind jump to our defense anytime anybody criticizes us or gives us advice. Number four, complaining. Stop complaining, guys. Number five, comparing ourselves to other people in a way that makes us feel less or makes us strive after things that are not in line with our own being. Number six, wishing things were easier, not saying I wish or if only and getting rid of that dissatisfaction with life and not accepting the present. And seven, last one is stop gossiping. So guys, those seven, let's meditate on them. Let's ruminate on those. Let's rather think about getting rid of those things and start being aware. As I said, it starts with self-awareness. And Bert and I were discussing um, a little program that we're going to be putting out for the dads for free which is, you know, observe and name. So what we're doing right now is we're observing these behaviors in us. You've got to, maybe you don't struggle with some of those, but even if you would change one of those, it'll be wonderful and a, and a major positive for your life. So let's observe, let's name it, and let's become aware of those things and let's 
get those things immediately and say, is this worth a second thought? Is it worth a second thought? We have a limited time on this earth. There's much better things to do with our time. Let's not waste it on that. So thanks for listening, guys. Have an awesome day. Look forward um, to speaking to you again next week and releasing um, a couple of shows that I've done with Hunter Drew and Jeff Putnam. Share this with dads out there, guys. This is powerful stuff. This is life-changing stuff. I can just say for my own self, it's definitely doing that. So let's share this. But once again, thanks a lot. So remember that all the time energy and hard work that you put into being the man that your family need and deserve is always going to be worth it and that's what we're doing so use the use this podcast to get you guys thinking and changing your life in a positive way so stay stoic